Welcome to Power Playthrough, a Ranger Review Podcast. We are coming to you live from the Ranger Room in Mammoth King Studios in beautiful Las Vegas, Nevada. My name is Dan. I'm Freddy. And I took that one a little slow. Yeah, that's okay. Yeah. I'm not mad about it. You know, we're... I've, I think uh, I think that's the sound of someone content. Yes. With the... Man, the, the entire treat. Entire meal. The, the beautiful run that is Die Ranger. Yes. And you may have noticed that we didn't run our usual Rainer theme song. Uh, as we did with the ending of Zoo Ranger, we play the opening and ending to the show of our final episode of A Block. I think I really... I really like that. I like the sentiment behind that when we're doing Super Sentai, because since it is such an organic experience for us, you know, and it is a first time thing, it is like yeah, we welcomed it and now we say goodbye to it, you know, and it was. It, we'll, we'll do the same thing for Power Rangers. I just don't believe in doing it at the end of the season. Sure, sure. Yeah. The end of the season, as we've talked about at length at the episode we record today, season finale and Power Rangers wasn't a thing. Yeah. So not for a while at least. So we will do it at the end of Power Rangers, mm-hmm. but it will be the third time that you've heard yeah. <laughs> a theme song by the time it's Power Rangers because Power Rangers actually Power Rangers will end right Power Rangers will end before Kaku Ranger because it'll go into Alien Rangers, which got its That's own true. theme song. That's true. Yeah. That's so true. yeah. So our f- Final block is only a two-episode block. That's fine. That's fine. Uh, it gives us time to wish wish Die Ranger well on its way out. Yeah. It's the final decisive battle, which aired February 4th, 1994. It gives us a recap, which we needed but didn't need, because for us it's been two weeks. Yeah. Um, Kaku dies and turns into glittering lights that fly away, and the five are... Terribly upset. Yeah, like I said uh, last time when we finished in our previous episode, how it seemed like each of the Rangers were showing, they were running the gambit of uh, emotions one experiences during a grieving. Yeah. You know, some outward, some inward, you know, some quiet, some loud, all that. And we're, we're picking up right from there, and these emotions are still hot. And we get Rio to call. All of them are tears running down the face, full of rage. Yeah, Rio Rio gets uh, gives like the call to arms. Yeah, saying we're we're going straight to the palace. Yeah, they suit up, and they get something that hasn't been shown nearly enough. But it's the Sentai riding their. Resorts. I'll give you that. Yeah, I could have used more of that throughout the series of them riding on their mystical beasts. It's something that I consistently forget about. Yeah, and it's and why, like, and it's and it's odd that it's not used more because it's they have a whole little mechanic to it, you know. Yeah, with them locking in and all that. Whatever, still cool. It's cool to see them do a final ride, you know. But Shot them inside. Yeah, inside the Gorman Palace, uh, all the Gormans are congratulating Shadam on his victory of mm-hmm. beating, uh, uh, beating Kaku in their duel. Yes, Chief yeah. of Staff Kaku. He has fallen, he is no more, and Shadam is the true ruler of the Gorma. Uh, outside, we hear that the Dai Ranger are attacking. There's commotion. Yeah. 
come out, see Gara yeah. runs in. Yeah. Exclaims that Zydos is dead. And Shadam just kind of goes, yeah, whatever. Don't even worry about it. And We're good. This is a this is a thing that it's like, what? What what do you mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the first inkling to, I mean, we've had an inkling a bit back, but that... Well, like, you can take it as, like, he doesn't care who he has to step over to become king. Yeah. He doesn't care if he loses one of his best friends and underlings. He's now achieved his goal. Yeah. But it it uh, it ties into a more devious scheme. Yes. So they they come to see the the Rangers fighting Kapotros. And throughout the series, there's been a very Star Wars vibe. There's a strong connection to Star Wars. You yes. Got, I mean, you got the... The Imperial you, March? You got basically the Imperial March. You have the... Father the, and son, Luke fa- and... Yeah, the fallen father, uh, The you know, early on, albeit. But, and then you have the Emperor, and then you have the dark side and the light side with the... Uh, Yoda giving his life. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You have... The ties are super strong, and they are, they are not subtle about it, and 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 it's fine because it's still it's telling that story in a different setting. Yeah, and also that story wasn't the first time that story was told in Star Wars, so it doesn't matter. Everything's been done under the sun. It's just how well you convey it and how you get how you get someone emotionally invested. And gosh darn it, emotionally invested we'd be yeah. with Die Ranger. Uh, they're fighting red. Capotros, which yes. is the Star Wars is very uh, strong there because you know, like Imperial Guards with the full red garb, you know that pr- that uh, protect the uh, the inner sanctum of of um, Darth Sidious's lair and all, or on the Death Star and whatnot. Yeah, uh, but when the Gorma come in, they call in more Imperial Guard and Red Capotros and these two armored maniacs. Two, two, up. yeah, two burly boys. Yeah. And they engage in battle with the Die Ranger. Now, one of these burly boys has to fight a rage filled Shoji. Yeah, well oh my gosh. Oh my gosh, we'll get So they get split up where we have blue, red or excuse me, green, red, and yellow. No, blue yeah, blue, red and yellow, sorry. Blue, red and yellow fighting inside the palace. Green and pink split off to fight Gara outside. Specifically, uh, Daigo calling out Gara. Yeah, Rin also having a stake in this joins him. Yeah, Gara goes to join the battle, and Daigo singles around, and goes, "Not you. You belong to me." Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, they do a little. Obviously, we know we know why there's heat here. Yeah, Kujaku, and Rin. Well, she had to experience. She had experienced like a roller coaster of love and loss. Love and loss. Yeah, and because of Gara. So they both got beef. Yeah, they go outside for their battle. But inside, them boys are fighting these burly boys and yeah. uh, and Red Capotros. Yeah. And Shoji does this gravity oh heel kick. It, like, so it's like a... I want to... Oh, yeah. It, I, I'm thinking of, like... Yeah, putting behind... Putting, like... Uh, his gravity chi into yeah, the heel it, of his foot. Yeah, and he brings it down on one of these burly boys' skulls, and it collapses in the helmet. Yeah, and he, he just he, goes stiff he immediately. Ki- he kicks, he kicks his freaking head into his chest, like that thing goes down, like like a uh, the pop up, uh, 
the pop-up head Ninja Turtle action figures, you yeah. know, it goes straight into it at a horrible angle. And he go he seizes up and falls over. That was murder. Yeah. <laughs> like that <laughs> That was vicious, vicious murder. Loved it. But jeez. He got <laughs> he, he got it. Yeah, he got disrespected. Um Ryu chases off uh Shotham, who just you we both thought it was funny that he comes He's, to a set of doors and just Phases of the room? Yeah. It w- he goes through and I go, dude can't open a door. <laughs> too, too good to open a door. But maybe he just ties into it. Rio comes up to it and just, he tries to open the door and just flashes a bunch of explosions. Kevin McAllister. Kevin McAllister did him real good. Sh- show, um, so Shotham is in the inner sanctum and talking to Gorman 15 while he has time. He's asking, give me the earth moving gem. Yes. And Shotham's like, hey, yeah, we, Gorma fifteen. Or excuse me, Gorma fifteen is like, yeah, you you're gonna be the next emperor. We all know that. When I'm done, yeah. Until I retire, you're just an employee. Yeah. <laughs> and when uh, Shadam has the gall to say, "How about you retire right now?" Gorma fifteen attacks him with the gem, sends him to the ground, to the, like the the smoky ground below the yeah. pillars, you know, near Goldar's house. Yeah, near, yeah, near gold. Yeah, we <laughs> got that Goldar house aesthetic. We cut to the outside, flow. where Gara is taking it to Daigo and Reen. There is no chance for these two fighting the, a member of the triumvirate yeah. by themselves, full of rage. When Gara, she's already victorious. Yeah, her boss won. Still very resolute, though. You're not. These Rangers are. You're gonna have to kill them to stop them at this point. Yeah, they're not gonna stop. They're not gonna be de- defeated. You have to kill him because we, even when she knocks Daigo to the ground and she's going to a finishing blow, Rain protects him. Like there, it's it's cool. Still, um, back inside, uh, we get what what, is, what does he say to him? He blasts, shot him again. Yeah, and then shot him goes. Remember, six thousand years ago we did this war before, and you're dead. Yeah, he goes. You'll do what I say because you're my puppet, and he's like, I'm not. Anything he goes, raises up his hand. That's right. There it says, "Return to dirt," and it gets gross. His third eye rolls back into his head, and he starts turning to mud. The crystal falls out of his hand, and Shotham grabs it. Yeah, and he's like, "This is the power that I needed." The entire time, Gorma 15's freaking out. He's like, "How am I a mud puppet? I'm not a mud puppet." <laughs> yeah. yeah, he's falling apart. It's real gross. Uh. But at this point, Shadam reveals a lot of stuff. And he goes, a lot of you died. Mm-hmm. I've remade a lot of you. He goes, I wanted to be Gorma 15. I wanted to be Gorma 16 yeah. now. Yeah. And he goes, the Senate wouldn't approve it. So I had to bring you back. He goes, Gara, Zydos, most of them, my mud puppets. <laughs> it's... Shadam has been playing a game for a long, long time. 6,000 years. A very long con, indeed. it's such a gross death because, like, they fall apart piece by piece, and then their head falls, and they still have time to talk. Yeah. And then their head... Their eyeball, like, falls out. So, for both Gorma 15 and Gara's death, they show this, like terrible shot of the eyes breaking out in the eye like yeah, rolling the or- out of the, the head. orbital falling 
like the orbital losing shape and the eyeball rolling out. Yeah, it's it's disgusting. It's horrifying. <laughs> we jumped ahead, I guess, because this is where the the axe kick, the tectonic axe kick happens, and uh, Burly Boy go down. Yeah, I don't care that we like skip ahead. it. Doesn't matter that we jump the gun. You need to see that part. Yeah. You need to see that part. <laughs> but we get the awesome color combination of red, blue, and yellow rushing into the pa- into the and they throne room. Brightened these suits up. They are pretty. They are clean. They look incredible. Incredible together yeah. on screen when it's just those three yeah it looks so clean the like every um they they brought out their best for the finale here because it just everything looks so polished they call upon combining their chi powers to blow the door open and when they get in they're in the room of all the red blocks that they stand on in the gorma room and they they're there in enough time to watch gorma 15 head say I can't believe I was a puppet and then fall apart still in his creepy voice too and all of the like body bits fall on the die ranger and shot him in his victory starts laughing but he's doing a deep laugh at this point and he calls upon the power of the jewel to make him Gorma 16 uh, it gives him a very a very gross laugh yeah, Gorm, High Emperor Gorma gets to laugh however they want. They don't have to be <laughs> deep-voiced and manly. But we cut back to the Gara battle, where Gara is winning. They decide to like jump up above her and bring swords down on her, and she just breathes fire on them. And um, Daigo does an illusion attack where yeah. he calls fighter jets. They both, yeah, both Daigo and Rin use their respective chi power. Uh, Daigo, who's always had... I mean, he has a mirage thing, so it's always it's fitting that he's green because he's always pulling some Green Lantern stuff. Yeah. Pulls out some, yeah, he summons some fighter jets to shoot her, and then Reen uses the twin line uh, tornado attack on her to uh, to drop her. And when they got her where they seemingly want her, Kujaku's spirit calls out to Daigo. Yeah, drops a feather on him, and then there she is. She's on top of this, like, cliff, and she says... She turns off the Die Ranger powers, too. Yes, yeah, that's it. Like, yeah, this was crazy, too. Just stopped it. Full full stop on the fight. With a full, with a villain, full power yeah. behind them. Yeah. Kujaku says that Gara's just a husk. She died 6,000 years ago and has been existing in heaven and calls upon Shining Gara. Yeah. And, and uh, we see Gara in her... Uh, in her heavenly garb. Or saved, yeah, heavenly garb. Um, and it's real that, like the others, Gara is a mud puppet in yeah. the clay, uh, simile of what Gara was. She died back in that battle, and this whole time, this has just been uh, one of uh, Shadam's pawns. Yeah. Same thing is said to her, return to dirt. And she becomes a mess of mud. We watch her eye roll I out, felt, everything. I felt terrible. I felt terrible for for Gar because mud puppet or not this this is a sentient thing and it's felt everything she's and it, felt real rage real emotion yeah. as if Gara survived for six thousand yeah. years she went through it all yeah this is a person with memories now you know mud puppet whatever this is something with memories and has lived and has felt and now it's like hey you were you're you know you're just a joke right you're just a copy you're you're not real peace. 
go to dirt, you know? It's kind of crazy that someone can just say return to dirt to you and you fall apart. Good thing that, like, phrase was never uttered, (laughs) like, by accident. (laughs) No, like, ashes to ashes, dust to dust. Yeah. (laughs) Crazy. People turn into mud. Like, you could have a juggalo friend named Dirt, you know? You could accidentally say, oh, I got to return to dirt. Hey, man, return to dirt. Yeah. No! Go go back to his house. Yeah. Don't bring that around here. Return to dirt. I was dirt. And (laughs) we were all... We were all dirt. No. Dirty Dirt McNurt. Oh, Dirty Dirt McNurt. Got dirt, dirt McNurt. Gotcha. Old Dirt. Dirty. <laughs> old Dirt. Dirty. Yeah, like, it, that could have been said on accident easily. Return to Dirt. I like Old Dirt. I call myself could be Old pl- Dirt, the there third could, person. <laughs> there could be. Well, get it together now, Old Dirt. You say that to yeah, yourself? Sometimes I'm like... You know, your boy old... I talked to Brent, I go, you know, your boy old Dirt, he knows a lot about this. <laughs> there could be a place called Dirt. And you're like, oh, I gotta return to Dirt. Mississippi. You know, what if, dirt, what, Mississippi. <laughs> dirt, is that a town? Yeah. <laughs> Just a town. Dirt, Mississippi. Population, whatever. Population cemetery. <laughs> return to Dirt. Yeah, so... Car's gone horribly this poor poor mud puppet that had and it's and if i feel bad for a kajaku too he's like man this beef has been nothing you mean i should have just died so long ago and then i would have saw that gara's okay are you kidding me you mean that i healed mud i used the tear that could save the world i used the tear to save dirt <laughs> dirt What's that all on my back? Dirt. <laughs> okay, we got, like, I, I, I've I liked our trend of keeping this one pretty clean. Yeah. Uh, of Die Ranger. Uh, we got a, it's just, I mean, I mean just I this Tuesday, I mean, just this Tuesday, you know, we saw ABK and Blaze, so it's, it's, it's hard. Juggalo is in us. I mean, I still got the cracker box on me. It's still, Dude, it'll never not be with you. Yeah. I don't know if we can go to that other show. Yeah, I don't know either, man. I don't know at all. But anyway, after uh, Gara is the the Gara puppet is is uh, well, Rain covers her eyes because she's like, oh, this because it's is... disgusting. Yeah, because it's horrific. And then Shining Gara is like, wind take her away, and she blows away the body. Yeah, and she says, don't worry. Uh, she basically says like, I'm. She lets know that now that. The the fake is gone, you know. Uh, Shining Gara can live, ascend in heaven, and be at peace. And Kujaku goes, "You'll I, never see me again." Yeah, she says that straight up to Daigo. I'll never see you again, but I'll always think about you until you get until you die. Yeah. Then you know. Then we can chill. Then we'll catch a show or something, you know. Yeah. We'll hang out, get some bergs. Back in the palace, cool sequence with the ascension. Yes. Yes, Shadam laughs just like the last emperor because power does that to you. The other, the die rangers surround him and go to battle, and he, he he's now got he, the garb. It of, is light work for him. Yeah, he is he, now using the crystal to destroy everyone. Yeah, he's got the look now. He he is truly Gorma sixteen. He's got the big pauldrons, the third eye is now exposed, the headdress. Yeah, uh, makeup, creepy makeup. Yeah. yeah. Love it though, yeah. He fights uh, our three that are in there, and in, like you said, light work using all his yo abilities to easily bat him aside. 
Mm-hmm. One problem with this, though. So, the earth starts shaking, <laughs> and uh, Ko and... Tamio. No, th- that doesn't happen yet. The earthquakes and Daijin Ryu lands, because Kujaku said, yeah. if you don't stop fighting, yeah. a terrible force will return. Daijin Ryu, or he, they, say, and, uh, they even use a w- very obvious wording. I think they said, like, immense force will return. Yes. Something huge. And Dagger's like, huh, something huge. And then, who's here? You think here? something about that, that dragon that's landed here three times now? Daijin Ryu shows up. <laughs> yeah. And, yeah. He, and he's like, no, nah, we ain't messing around. I am sick of... Yeah, I'm, <laughs> I'm sick of this upside-down pyramid always floating in the sky. Yeah. Blow it up. It's done. And he just... He starts wailing on this thing. This thing is falling apart. Yeah, as the palace starts to deteriorate, we see a lot of the like human gorma yeah. falling over, kind of like, oh man, I need to get out of here. Getting crushed by the rubble. Yeah. Just then, Ko and Kameo show up. Yeah. They're like, uh, yeah, so he's here. We can't do anything. And the Die Rangers spring to action. Yeah. A hole breaks in the ceiling of the gorma palace, and they're like, oh no, Daijin Ryu's here. Yeah. And um, Shadam curses the Die Ranger, and he kind of flies up to get the the high ground on him, and he starts yes. blasting him with the... Yeah, he won't stop fighting. He yeah. won't stop. Shadam starts laughing, and then an angry Daigo looks, because they're, they're about to storm the palace. Yeah. Yeah. So, we like the ending theme song. We skipped it. Yeah, just because we didn't want to be spoiled by... The opening theme song? We skipped it. Because we don't want to be spoiled. Like they just, I think we talked about it before. Just a little uh, disclaimer. If you watch these, in the intro and the outro, there will be little clips. Yeah. In the intro, it would be clips of what's going to happen in the episode, and the outro would be clips of what happens in the next episode. So be wary of that, because some visuals were spoiled for us. They still had an impact, and they still hit hard. But I would say go ahead and skip Go ahead and skip them because you, you know, you don't. You watch the opening for the first episode you watch of a block. Oh yeah. Watch the ending for the last episode you watch of a block. Yeah, that's a good way to do it too. That's good. But yeah, so uh, get the rain. The Rangers doing uh, the fight with uh, Shotem. The rest are the rest join them. Yep. With their uh, and uh, they're like Shotem is refusing to. He's relentless. Step down. He's. Been, I. I equated it to Super Shredder, where Leonardo is like begging him. Is like, if you keep doing this, this whole place is gonna come down on us. And he just throws him. You just saying, so be it. We're all gonna die. I don't care. I'm. I'm taking you out. Well, I think that. I think that the power of the Earth moving crystal kind of breaks your brain. Maybe. Oh, maybe that's why. Like, hmm, that's interesting. Maybe that's why Gorma Fifteen was left. To in there, like, and not deal anything directly because it's just like we go in there, we wear the little mask, we ask what he wants, and then we do what's best. Like, maybe the crystal gives you visions and things like that, but it also makes you absolutely insane. Yeah. Which is why you have to be sequestered. Yeah. Keep him in that room. We wear the funny mask. We go inside, say, hey, what do you want to do? He tells us something insane, and we do what's best. Yeah. We 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 take it to we take it to the court and when we figure out what to do. You interpret the word of God. You don't follow it to the letter. Yeah, essentially. because God's insane. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, I like that a lot. Accepted. So, 
Uh, Shadam keeps the attack going. The other Die Rangers show up as the palace is continuing to break. As soon as he showed up, shows up, Shadam's like, finally, I can kill all of you. Mm-hmm. And he blows them away. And the, they regroup, and they're kind of like, okay, I have a plan. Let's channel all of our chi into the Lele balls, and we'll use all seven of them to attack his jewel, because his jewel is his only bit of power. Yeah. Sorry, all six of them. Yeah, six, the the seventh one does come into play. Kameo's not there. Yeah. They, but yeah, they Care Bear stare him down with all six Lili balls, which is enough to knock him on his ass. Yeah, he knocks Ko down, and Ko kind of goes like, I can't lose. I promised my mother I would fight. And he stands up, and just as like he goes to blast again, Ko powers up and goes, Ko, no, you are my son. Just before he can get the word son out, they blast him again, and they cross the streams, blow out the ceiling. It's cool. It's really cool. Yeah. In this uh, little respite, or respite, in this little respite, let me try that again. In this little respite, they see the vision of Kaku. Yeah. In the, like, in the fog. And he's saying, like, we, you have to stop this if this fight continues. Like, this, this is gonna, this is, uh, uh, Daira Yujin is ending everything. There is no end to this battle, though. All oh, right, excuse me. I'm Yo, sorry. yeah, yeah. He, Yo, and Chi are two sides of the same coin. You'll always be at, at war with each he other. Lets, yeah, he basically lets him know one doesn't exist without the other. Yeah, as long as they're one, the other one will be there, and that's it. You know, this was it's just a cycle. So one. just get out of here. Yeah, Shotham laughs super maniacally as like everything starts to break. Uh, this amazing shot of the pyramid <laughs> smashing into laugh. the mountain. And I want you to say what you said to me. <laughs> oh, <laughs> this looks so funny. So we've been seeing this Illuminati thing hanging forever. And Daira Eugen knocks it off its axis or whatever. It goes careening into the side of a mountain like a shopping cart hitting an SUV in a parking lot. And just, just slides down the mountain pathetically yeah. in a big heap. I loved it. Like... There's something about practical effects. It's like, it's like this. It's like a similar thing when you see something goofy with like a Godzilla suit, you know, in a Godzilla fight. It's like something you would see in a Godzilla fight, you know, where they just catches you the right way and gets you to giggle. Yeah, like good, like Ghidorah's head getting stepped on or something. You know, all that stuff. Just. Real good. You mean like watching a heel kick shatter a monster? Yeah. <laughs> yeah something like that. Uh, at this I'm point, a sucker for physical comedy. At this point, the Lele balls start to light up, and they remove the Die Ranger from the armor. Um, at the same time, the Earth-moving jewel, which is the Yo Lele ball, yeah. lights up, and it removes the Gorma 16 transformation from Shadam, and they all exit. Kameo's jewel leaves him as well. Yeah. It's kind of like... It's kind of like resetting. It's kind of like resetting. Yeah. It's, uh, it's resetting the whole balance of things. The Die Ranger are no longer needed, so... Yeah. They leave along... Yeah. Everything is kind of like scattered to the winds. Yes. Um, But problem is, they're now inside a crumbling, burning, upside-down pyramid. Uh civilian form yes and five of the six are like we're leaving and rio is still so full of rage he's like 
no, I'm killing Shottam for the master. Yeah. It's it's a wrap for him. Yeah. So the other rain, die ranger are like, no, no. Oh, he's going. No, he's already gone. Yeah. <laughs> Rio gets into a fight with Shottam that's pretty cool. It's very fast. But, but it's it's straight up an alley battle. Yeah. Because Shottam produces a knife mm-hmm. and they, they get into a struggle over this knife. They get into a struggle over the knife, and then when Rio's up against a wall, we we see Shottam back good, away. It's a good ca- it's good camera work because you see Shottam overpower Rio, get him against a pillar. You Shottam still plunge. Shottam still has that menacing look on his face, and the camera pans down, and you see the knife, but turned outward, and it's resting in the gut of Shottam. And Rio has his... He managed to get his hand on the... He managed to get his hand around the handle of it, and he just has it twisted. Yeah, Rio's ruthless. He's twisting the knife in his gut. Yeah. Shottam backs up and then just produces... Mud like, spills out of his mouth. Yeah, just some... Some, some, some like jello pudding mix, but like not properly stirred with a bunch of Oreo bits mixed yeah. up in it. Mm, delicious. I hope they did that for him. Mud and he pie. was, and he didn't have just mud coming out of his mouth. But yeah, so like goopy mud starts pouring out of his mouth and he starts turning to clay or to dirt. And he's like, he's now like, he's I'm, questioning everything. Yeah. Like you say, he's questioning everything. He's like, he's now wondering if he's been a puppet this whole time. What's if I, I like we ask the same questions that I would believe the uh, audience have, which is if he's a puppet as well, who's a puppet master, what's going on here? Yeah. And yeah, he, same thing that happens to Gara and uh, Gorma 15. We get that orbital rotting away with his eyeball rolling out as he yells to Rio to help him. And, yeah, and then the palace explodes. Ryu runs out because he hadn't watched anybody die like that, really. He yeah. saw Gorma 15's final seconds, but there's it's different watching the hand fall apart, watching him turn to mud, hit the ground. That, that process. Have a still-speaking head, the oh, eyeball rolling out, all of it. That process is horrific. Daijin Ryu, he out. Pieces out. Like, yeah, he's he knows. Like, he's... He's a force of nature. He yeah. knows something that we don't. He takes off. Uh, it it seems like Rio didn't clear the explosion as all the Rangers and uh, Kamio are gathered outside, but with the with the red dust filling the air and and colorizing the, it the is, sunset. It is the same shot of Demon Hunter of Demon Boxer Gene's death. Yeah. He comes walking out in the sunset, mostly in shadow, falls to his knees, but instead of this time dying, his friends rush to his aid. And it's over. We get a a sequence where we, where, like, there's a voiceover explaining that, was it Ring that was saying it? No, the Die Ranger, it's explained that the Die Ranger, uh, Ryu kind of says it, that the they actually decided to disband. Yeah, this time for good, because there's no need. Uh, they they run together, and they sit in a park, and they kind of say their goodbye. Shoji, uh, Shoji wishes everyone well in, mm-hmm. in what they're going to do. Is, you know, Daigo, you got your pet shop. Ryo, continue being a chef. Um, Kazu, keep being a ha- like, uh, you can be a hairstylist again, which we thought was like, oh, he never stopped. <laughs> yeah, he was always cutting that hair. Kazu was always on his on his craft. And he's a ring. You can go back to college. 
Uh, sorry, I can't. I got a kid. Yeah. Me? Be a world champion. Yeah. <laughs> and then they, he just... They, yeah, he does the knuckle crack, and they put their hands all together in the middle, and there's a real sweet, like, instrumental played over this, like a well, orchestral R- piece. Rio smiles and looks each one of his friends in their eyes and recites their name while he's crying. Yeah. And it's a really touching moment. Kazu is the first one to break off, and then they all just keep following after that, and they walk uh, different paths. Yeah. When Ryo steps out, he sees the ghost of Master Kaku, and he, like, runs towards it and realizes that it was just just there. There's nothing, really. And that's seemingly it, but time jump. Fifty years in the future, Rin is writing on her laptop when she gets a phone call. It's Daigo trying to, trying to uh, put together... A Die Ranger reunion. Now, all of our Die Ranger have aged up makeup on. Yeah, including Co. This one killed like that. Like the other ones, was like, okay, fine. You know, we want to. Yeah. yeah, fifty years later, they're all old, old folk now. They and like Die goes on the phone. It's like, oh, how's Co? Oh, you know, he's doing his typical thing. He's at a board meeting, and then they show middle aged Co. And it's still, it's still the little kid. It's still, it's still the little kid actor, but he's got like. He's got like a mustache and like a pipe and and like a bad hairpiece, gray hair, gray hair that. and everything. Like, oh my god, they didn't. They're just like, yeah, just dress the kid up as an old, as a forty year old man. That's fine. Don't get another actor. It's <laughs> fine. We ain't paying someone else. Dress him up. Uh, they go to Kaku's hideaway. Yeah, and in the old the headquarters, old hangout. Daigo is sitting at the head of the table, looking like an insane old. <laughs> An insane old temple monk. Yeah, look. Yeah, looking like he never got over a peacock love. Yeah, Kazu, love rocking, it, love it, living his best old man life mm-hmm. in a gold jacket. Yeah, with a with a rose on it and everything. Yes. Playboy, like just 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 killing it in in his uh in his golden years. Shoji, dressed like Shoji. Still, still man. active, uh, still active and and shouty, uh, yeah. Shoji. They're all commenting on how on how they look. Shoji attempts to. He's like, "Oh, you remember the good old days?" And he attempts to do the transformation pose. Yeah, and he like throws out his back, and they all have to help him. Yeah, unfortunately, he never achieved his goal of world champion, but it was within his grasp. Yeah, he he was like a. He's probably like number two in the world or something like that. Yeah. And then in comes this hobo, which we find out very quickly is Rio, and he's like, "The Gorma are attacking." And they're like, "Come on, man, stop playing." That's around. a funny joke. He turns on the TV, says, "I'm not kidding." Is he, well, a Baron Sting, a recolored version of him? It's 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 a blue one. Yeah, and they're all freaking out, and they go outside to see it for themselves. And when they're doing it, we're getting these all like interesting angles of feet running, individuals though. Not yep. not just like a crowd. We see one, two, three, four, five different pairs of feet running, and then we get a shot of a new set, a a new a new team. Yeah, and they're they're the same actors. They're they're uh, they're the same actors that play uh, Kazu, Ryo, uh, Rin, Daigo, and Shoji. Yep, they're just their grandchildren. They're their grandchildren, and like we. L- like Rio's grandson is like a straight he, up nerd. He looks like a nerd. What's the what's that brain age? Who was a what was the DS game? Yeah, where it had the 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 big bespectacled face. 
Yeah, brain age. Yeah, brain age. Yeah, he's got the big circle glasses like Chris Pratt's son. Yeah, and uh, he he's straight up nerd like Dan he, said. Yeah, uh, Daigo looks like let's say looks like, like Shoji. Yeah, he's dressed in the denim shirt, but he's got the the hard ass attitude. Re- Reen uh, looks like she she all about the fashion. She got the she's got pink, uh, like ro- rose tinted kind of sunglasses. Yeah. Uh, we loved Shoji's grandson. Who... I want to talk about Shoji's the one I want to leave. Left. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Kaku, uh, Kazu's grandson. He's wearing the suit, yeah. but he's got the uh, he's got the newest. He got the he's got the the like, freshest and newest do. Uh, I don't know the name of the hairstyle, but it's for like delinquent kids where they have the pompadour on top, but then the sides are slicked back. Okay, but his sides that are slicked black, slicked back. Yes, have blue streaks in them. Yeah. And it's pretty sick, but he's still wearing the fresh suits, all of yeah. that. And he, then, he, he looks like he, he looks like Kazu, just a fifty years in the future, what fashion would take kind of uh, sensibilities, you know. And then Shoji's, <laughs> Shoji's grandson looks like every Italian on the Jersey boardwalk. Yeah. He's got the he's, he's got the he Paisley has... shirt, opened up six buttons, thin gold chain. He's constantly pants. yeah. He's constantly gesturing and like. Oh, what's going on over here? What's this? You know. <laughs> oh yeah, he's straight up like he he's, he's an he's a New Jersey Italian. <laughs> Japanese New Jersey Italian. Yeah, it's crazy. Yeah, all over the place. And the so we have the five young in front, and then a bit back we have our five uh die rangers old looking on and like they they're doing it. You yeah. Know? Just, we get uh we get uh Rio reminiscing what uh Kaku said, "Yeah, which was this is a cycle. This will always continue as long as one persists. The other one will as well. This is just the way of the world. For peace to exist, this battle has to continue." Yeah, and Rio goes, "It'll never end. Yeah. I guess we just have to live with it." Yeah, the grandchildren call upon. They reach to the heavens, and the lele balls come down to their hands. Yeah. They, they chi power henshin. I love, and the old folks, like, out of instinct, do it, too. You yeah, know, they're they, like, oh, they, they say the, the same words. Shining in the heavens, there are five stars, all yeah. of that. It, it's incredible. And because Blue Baron Sting it, is big, they call upon the king, yeah. Di Reno. And Di Reno ends the series suffering yep. no fools. Yep, as it always has been. One of the constants in the world. Direno runs things absolutely. We get a credit montage where we see each of them looking on and then reminiscing about their best days. Yes, all well, the, like or their, their biggest moments, biggest moments, the different highlights and episodes and stuff like that. As Direno continues the fight, each one getting their own, uh, like uh, Daigo obviously thinking about Kujaku. Well, or, it starts with Rio. Talking about his father, and then and then Gene, yeah, big ones. Daigo uh, thinks back to immortal, immortal tofu. No, no. Uh, What does Daigo? No, no. He does think back to immortal tofu when he got him drunk when they spray the liquor in his face. Oh yeah, they did. Yeah, when he gets sprayed in the face. That's right. Yeah, Yeah. and then Kujaku and fighting Count Kaleidoscope. Yeah, Uh, Shoji. Defeated a car controlled by 
yeah. controlled by Father Magnet. It, it just showed, like it's pretty good for Shoji because it's just Shoji on his bike doing the victory pump with an explosion behind him with a car burning. <laughs> yeah, with a car burning with someone inside. Well, we thought someone inside it. Kazu and his amazing drunken fist battle with the immortal Tofu. Yeah. Uh, Reen thinks back to her relationship with Ko, yeah. and then the old Die Ranger standing at the foot of Die Reno applauding him saying we can't believe you did it it's just like old times yeah and dara no stands there because no matter what doesn't matter how long this cycle goes on dara knows here yeah dara no as he's always been the hero of the show <laughs> the... <laughs> uh wow though i loved it i love that ending it was it was it was just enough sentiment just enough goofy you know like just just enough kind of like a little bit of a serious tones here and there where you think like, oh, this is an endless battle. But it's okay. There's hope because the Die Rangers will always be here. Yes. Yeah. So it it was a perfect mix, perfect concoction to uh, send you off with the right vibes. You know? I love this series. Yeah. No question. We heard from some fans of the show that we weren't going to like the ending of Die Ranger, but you're wrong. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I liked it a lot. Mm-hmm. It was what it needed to be. But you know what? Different strokes for different folks. Maybe it's because, like, maybe it's more like, so, oh, so what happened to shot him? So he's a puppet, too? What What? What the hell? That's a cheap... You know what? I think that's just the way of the world. But, you know, at the same time, like, I find that when I binge-watch a series, I get nothing out of it. Mm-hmm. I watch it and go, oh, that was good. While there are some shows that are like defining moments for people in their life, um, yeah, Tondar, that show Gurren Lagann, mm-hmm. he sings the praises of that show like it was like there was nothing better. Yeah, he wanted me to watch it when we were living together. Mm-hmm. I watched it in two days in our house. Yeah, I just think it's all right. Didn't have the impact for you. No, because I wasn't sitting with it week to week, and while yeah. we weren't sitting with Die Ranger week to week. We were watching three episodes a week, so stuff still had time to set in and make an impact. Yeah, on us. there's some, there's something to that. There is something that is gained, and there is something that is lost by uh, being able to binge watch something. Mm-hmm. Uh, like some things are better than others when they're binge watched. Yeah. Like for example, like a uh, Walking Dead. What was it? Season two was at the farm. Yeah. Horrible to watch week by week. You binge it, it's okay. Um, like, I, I we, think every Marvel Netflix show is made to be binge watched. Yeah, I, th- I, I, I think I think you have to keep that in mind with these shows too. You have to keep that in mind that these are all going to be watched probably in a couple days. So make the pacing uh, benefit from that. You know. Yeah, and this show was meant to be watched over fifty weeks. Yeah, we watched it in less than that, but we still gave it the time in between each watching to hold on to things. Yeah. Yeah, because that's what happens. That's what happens when there's time in between like that. It it gives a it digs into you, you know, sinks in. Yeah, you have a uh, time to think on it, you know, uh, to resonate with you and all that. Mm-hmm. It's given time to really simmer, you know, really uh, marinate you. you know? And that's why people love Game of Thrones and shows like that, mm-hmm. because they're sitting for a year and a half, aching for the next episode. Maybe. Die, Die Ranger's ending wasn't the bombast, end-all, be-all, crazy, super, hyper finale. 
I I really liked this whole this whole uh, uh, the symbolism of of this is all a cycle. This will continue on, but there's it's but there like I said, there's hope. There's always there's a hope and there's a there's the shining five stars in the heaven. Well, because one will not exist without the other. Yeah, and the kids say that they've been waiting for this and secretly training. Their training probably instigated the return of the Gorma. Mm-hmm. So, it's all. There's always gonna be. Yeah. There's always gonna be one. Yeah, uh, that's that's just life, baby. You don't like. We would have no perception of the dark if there wasn't light. No, you know and I mean, I mean like, like there'd also, just be things. It'd be how it is. It's also a view on the cycle of life. Like, yeah, things get better, but then they do get worse, and yeah. then they yeah. get better again, and then they get worse again. And that's... It's a cycle. It's a cycle. There, it's a every you know every night has its dawn, you know, and every day has its dusk. You know, yeah. like like it's 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 a cycle. It's it's an it's the oldest freaking story. It, I loved it. It did it man i'm no complaints the makeup on the old die ranger wasn't great but that's what i meant where it was like just enough goofy for me because i was like oh they're they know what's they're not like it'd be one thing if they had that makeup and they tried to play it up as serious as possible but they knew they knew this was going to be a little goof and this is a little bit of levity you know and it worked i liked it i thought it was i thought it was I thought it was cute. I thought it was extremely cute and wholesome seeing them all old and um, doing their thing, looking the way they are and all that. That was wonderful. Yeah. Yeah. Just I, just slapping some 40-year-old makeup on Co. funny. Loved it. <laughs> like, there he is. He's but in a, not having him stand with them was yeah. the perfect move. Yeah, it's like, there he is. He's in the picture. What happened to Kamio? Oh, he died a month later from a heart attack. Well, no, Kamio's, <laughs> Kamio's eternal. Kamio oh, will that's, always be around. Yeah, that's true. I was just making a fat joke because it's easy. Yeah, <laughs> it is. Com- yeah, cameo around somewhere. So let's go over some stuff. Mm-hmm. What would you say is your favorite Daigo episode? Uh, favorite Daigo episode. Hmm, that's a tricky one because like it's easy to just mentioned the like kujaku kind of arc but the one i really like is the my favorite is the one with the cactus yeah i forgot what it's called right now but i liked i liked that one a lot i liked i liked how he was represented there i liked i think that one perfect um i think that one best encapsulated his compassion which is daigo's biggest thing see i was gonna go with his compassion as well but choose key jester as his monster. Oh, that's yeah, that's a good one too. That's yeah. a good one too. I can't fault you for that. Just different flavors, different or different, different, uh, different sides. Uh, Reen, which I think that we're both gonna have the same answer, because it's gonna be the episode with the uh, the TV camera. Yeah, yeah, that one hit because one unfortunately, Reen only had maybe two other episodes yeah. over the course of the series. If I could fault something on Dire Rangers that like Reen didn't get enough, even, and she was uh, touted as a as like you know the the natural the 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 one with the most untapped potential out of all of them. Yeah. So I was hoping for more, but you you get a glimpse of that in that episode. But besides that, besides that, um, kind of like left loose thread. That episode though was well acted, 
the emotions felt real. You know, yeah. Like, it it was... You truly felt for Reen by the end of that episode. Yeah. And when she kicked it in the gear and started kicking ass, she was scary. Yeah. Know? It was awesome. So, yeah, you, that's, that's easy. That's, that's definitely... Now, Kazu is a tough one because every Kazu episode was incredible. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'll, I'll, it's it, easy to go some, with Immortal Tofu. Yeah, it's something about Kazu, man. He's just, he's so cool. <laughs> he's so cool and you just like him. He, he, like, I don't... I think the ramen cart episode is what, what does it for me. Mm. It's where you get the most of his backstory and really learn who he is. Yeah, yeah. Uh, and you also get introduced to Kameo. Yeah. Essentially. I mean, yeah. like, we've met him once before, but he becomes a mainstay in the show at that point. Yeah. Okay. That's a good one. That's a good pick. You? Same thing? or I think I'll have to go with um, the Copy Empress. Yeah, I was thinking that that would be your second one, because that's also the first episode where we found out how jacked Rio is. Yeah. Jeez. What a, what a day at the pool that was. <laughs> I do want to save the best character for last. <laughs> okay. So, with the best two characters for last, yeah. like the, the the kings of the show. Yeah. Ko. <laughs> Ko. He has one good episode, and it's really because of Akumaru. I was gonna say, is it a good Ko episode or is it a good Akumaru episode? Because that's my pick. But Akumaru and the taking off the glove with his mother killed me that's a heart wrencher dude yeah that thing that that was such oh another bad mark i'll give on die ranger is that i saw coke get branded 45 times yes we saw that quite a bit yeah i went to sleep closed my eyes and saw him get branded <laughs> i can do it right now yeah there it is oh there it is oh he's yeah. branded screaming there's the tiger yep yep there's I, also a hug. Yeah, he's ingrained right here. It's never leaving. Seeing that boy scream with a hot iron on his arm. I do have to save Red for last. It's unfortunate. Fair enough. Shoji. Shoji. The coolest guy in school. There is no <laughs> there is no character that I enjoy more at this point in time than Shoji. Mm-hmm. And it's yeah. Uh, it it has to be the race, man. Yeah, it has to be. I got a different one. Okay, the race is incredible. The yeah. Gorma idiots are. Yeah. Yeah. Um, they're they were such an amazing like their levity in the series that had a lot of like yeah. dark tones. Yeah, uh, and Shoji was like the perfect hero to go against them. Well, I just like I love it because. Shoji, he that, he that boy, you know, he's a, he's that hooligan, you know, yeah. comes from, from, from that hooligan life, you know, and he knows what it's like being a loser, just being like an outcast and all that. And it's a retold story. It's a cliche one, but this, it, the way it was handled this and with the different take, because you have, well, monsters by all appearances, you know, and him, him giving them the benefit of the doubt because of that status, you know, yeah. Like, I don't know. It's just, I'm all about, I'm all about redemption. You know, I'm all about that redemption stuff. And, and I really liked the, the trials of, of the Gorma idiots and it culminated in that one. And so I have to go with that one. But what's your pick? The golden leg. The golden leg, uh, 
had Shoji's like compassion for children. Yeah. It had That's true, dude. It had a them shooting that bird. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you get physical comedy, man. It's but <laughs> it culminated in the combination attacks mm. of Daigo and Shoji. Yeah. And then their friendship being bound there. Yeah. It was um the beginning defining moment of them starting to become a team. Mm-hmm. So for me, it's the uh, the Golden Leg episode. Good pick. Good pick. Yeah. All right. It's got to be red now. Yeah. Uh, well, I mean, it, is it wrong for me to say that it's, it's Demon Boxer Jane? His, but uh, which, which one? Well, oh, they're so good because... For me, it's appearance two. When... The demon boxer stands in front of the bullet, yeah. essentially meant for yeah, meant for Rio yeah, and he goes, "No one kills you but me," and then leading into three, where like Rio's like, "You did this for me. Now my life's in service to you." It's so good. It's a beautiful story arc. Four, just because we've, just because I think Gene can be its own thing. I will say it's the first. Uh, I will. I will say, it's Rio becoming the Red Ranger, fighting a uh, pot. Was it was Pot Tawas? Yes, Tawas Pot. Yeah, was that? I don't know. Like that. As Beldar Conehead was saying, grab me by the, uh, it grab me by the snarglies. <laughs> you know, like it, it. It totally committed me now where I was like, because we were commenting the whole time. It was like, where's our Red Ranger? Because Rio is kind of like, he's a good kid, but he's just, he's just going with things. Yeah. That episode, that was like, oh, there he be. <laughs> That's a Red Ranger. Uh, for Sentai things, I think that that shot of him appearing and there's the fire and Pot Taoist, he's shirtless after his battle yeah. with the Demon Boxer. Yeah. Uh, pre-demon boxer. Yeah. His battle with Gene when he had to like power up to get there and he's standing there in the fire and Pot Taoist fires missiles on him and then there's an explosion and then there's the Rio Ranger staring, standing there. Yeah. That's the most iconic shot in the series. I was going to say, like I'm agreeing with you 100%, that right there, just from a visual standpoint, set the, like it, it, for years to come, defined what Super Sentai looks like, what Super Sentai is, what Power Rangers is, you know, yeah. that kind of stuff. Where it, it it's it's all captured there. The visuals, the the uh the magnitude of it, the theatrics, it the pageantry, it's all completely it's all there, all on the surface. You see it, it's like this is this is Power Rangers. This is Super Sentai. This is what we're in love with. You yeah, know? and him becoming the Red Ranger and the Red Ranger is super important. You know, that's the Red Ranger has it. That's it's so. That's why it's so delicate to uh, have a good Red Ranger. Yeah, because when the times when it's faltered a bit in Power Rangers, it's it it it's a it's a big knock on that series. Yeah, when you have a weaker Red Ranger. Yeah. Um, it really changes the whole tone of the series. Yeah. Now, uh, Time Force, mm-hmm. Wes, 
Jason Font, he's a great Red Ranger, but he was kind of he was the audience analog in that show, mm-hmm. which made Jen Scott's Pink Ranger step up into that Red Ranger role. Yeah, and while he was a really good Red Ranger, he had the strength of an amazing Pink Ranger behind him. Yeah, so yeah, like, I mean that's and this uh, that's like Mystic Force too is like. We had a Red Ranger. Well, not like because Mystic Force is. I I'm not going to make any claims on what I think is my weakest Red Ranger and Power Rangers, but Mystic Force definitely had a a lower low end Red Ranger. You know, as in in comparison, you know, to the others. But I like Nick. Nick's okay. Nick's okay. I he was he's not he's not my favorite though, but he had an excellent supporting cast. Yeah. I love all the the Mystic Force Rangers. You can have... Here's kind of the thing. Like, if you're going to have a whatever cast, you have to have a very strong Red Ranger. Yeah. If you're going to have a whatever Red Ranger, you have to have a very strong supporting cast. Yeah. So. True. True. There's uh, that. And, hey, man, you know what Die Ranger had? Both. (laughs) Die Ranger had Shoji. Yeah, Die Ranger had Shoji, which is... Had Shoji and Kazu. Yeah. And... Like you, that's all I needed. Yeah, man, it's so that's good. why those are the two boys that show up in the ending of yeah, Gokaiger. It's awesome, man. Uh, yeah, but that would be my favorite Rio episode because it really um, cemented the significance of what a Red Ranger is, what a Red Ranger means, yeah, and the the role it plays. It's 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 a big one. It it's absolute it absolutely shapes uh the power ranger and super sentai mentality it's i think that that shot cemented this as like it i was really enjoying the series i like the tone yeah. a lot it the, they it felt some... very different from zoo ranger which was yeah. something that i felt i needed because we were watching lighthearted zoo ranger and lighthearted power rangers yeah and going into this this dark series from the beginning of the theme song, yeah, felt refreshing to me as a fan. Yeah, we three episodes in, we got puppets trying to kill people. Yeah, you know, it's like we had a little girl thrown off of. We have uh, thrown off of a mountain. We have souls being uh, stolen from kids from their chests. Yeah, you know, like yeah, yeah. It was. I don't even know what I was talking about at this point. Oh, we're talking about uh, that that look, the what it did for you because or you're liking the tone. You're liking what you're seeing so far, but that scene it, for you... It just really set the... I was enjoying the show, and then when he became the Red Ranger, when he became Rio Ranger, I said... The show really... Oh, man. Why don't I own more Die Ranger merchandise? <laughs> That's when you know they got you. That's when you know it's doing a good job, and it's a good series, is when you're like lamenting, it's like... Why haven't I shown the reverence to this? I should be by spending money on it. Yeah. It's, I know exactly what you're feeling. I know exactly what you're feeling. It's like anytime Cause I, I get like, anytime I like get super into a newer wrestler. Well, they're not new, but a wrestler that I really like yeah. now, but I kind of slept on them before. I'm like, why don't I own a shirt? You know, why haven't I been watching all their matches? Because I live in a mentality of if you like something, support it with your wallet. That's yeah. I think that's just a millennial thing, you know. It's like we, 
We're we're so uh well like places are not going to say to Let's talk about cartoons for one second. Young Justice. Well, season 3 did happen on that uh DC platform. It only happened because you have to pay to watch things on that platform. Mm-hmm. But companies aren't going to make a series cuz you're watching the show. Yeah. They're going to make a series because their ad revenue's paying off because cartoon-wise their toy sales have taken off. They're not going to make you a show just because oh it's real good and I watch it. Yeah. And uh at this point in time Don't Super Sentai is on this cho- is on the chopping block. I don't know if you know that. Mm-hmm. Um you have to support it with your wallet. Yeah. To keep the show alive. Yeah. So dollars and cents. Yeah. Yep. And I, I wish that Toei could see some of my money for yeah. Die Ranger. Yeah. Because, I love this show. Yeah. And I'm gonna track down all of those little diecast figures. <laughs> yeah, man. Uh, like you said, with with that hap- like with that happening, with that sequence of Rio. Becoming Red Range, Red Range, we've seen him transform before, but him transforming through the fire and becoming the Red Ranger. That's the series right there. Like you said, it's been very enjoyable up to that point, and is uh, that you were digging the tone, the darker tone, and stuff like that. But when that happened, that was truly the series finding its voice. Yeah. You know, that was like, it's not like they were uh, digging and trying to figure out what to do with the show, they had a plan the whole time. And when that happened, when they when they kick you with it, man, ooh, you know you're you know you made a good choice. Yeah, I'm in. Yeah. So that's definitely my favorite uh Rio episode, but probably like it's probably my favorite scene. Like, yeah. Um Gorma. Is there a villain that you felt most connected to? Not including the triumvirate, I'm talking monster of the week. Monster of the week here. If you need a second, I have one. Yeah, hit me with yours. Uh, it's Magnet Priest. Magnet Priest. Because Magnet Priest gave us our first glimpse into the man himself, Shoji. Yeah. Where we got to meet Bullet Shoji for the first time, where he had the Rangers create a bullet train track for him to defeat a monster with his own fist. Yeah. Um, I think that of all of the monsters, well, his Power Rangers counterpart. Yeah. Was very lackluster. Yeah. Uh, he did bring Laura back into the fold. Sure, yeah. Billy's love. Yeah. Uh, Magnet Priest is probably my top guy. Okay. Uh, let me think here for a second. There's got to be one I'm not thinking of. Think after a little bit of thinking. <laughs> Thunderbolt. Yeah. I like Thunderbolt. Mainly for my own headcanon, which I think they are trying to play up, which is that that's Akumaru. That's Akumaru. That's his demon. That's his personal demon yeah. when he was thrown to hell. And that I feel like, uh, you know, going into like the going into like the mythos of that kind of thing of eternal punishment, stuff like that, and you're assigned a demon. And all. Like, I like to think that that is Akumaru's personal demon. It is the worst of Akumaru. Hmm. It is his rage. It is his impetuance. It's it's all that. You know, it's all the negative things. And when he is pulled from hell, it comes with him, you know. And now being outside in this world and it's outside of hell, it's kind of, I don't know. It's like a very, 
Oh, it's a little bit of Iron Giant there in like the whole Guardian thing, you know, like yeah. in, in, in a, a very alien to this world because it is a thing from hell. You know, and when Akumaru feels pain, feels emotion, it feels that well, I don't know. I just like that whole kind of thing. You know, like I'm, you know, me, I'm a sucker for the big brawny types. You yeah. Know? yeah. And he's you definitely like, you like them wide body boys. Yeah, he's definitely he's definitely that one of the widest. And um I just like that whole idea that this is the manifestation of the negative in Akumaru, you know, but Akumaru ended up be, being a character I really liked because he, he, like the shedding of the glove, like we talked about, was the humanity underneath. Yeah. He felt again. Gorma aren't allowed to feel. Like, I mean, look at Thunderbolt. He's covered in spikes. You know, that's outward, you know, nothing can touch it. You yeah, know, can't feel. It's it. Maybe I'm going too deep into it, but it's like it's 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 Akumaru. I really see it as a, as a, the the physical manifestation of Akumaru and the coldness he projects outward with you know the little emotional nugget inside. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I think that. Uh... I mean, he even gets in him and rides him like a mech, you know, like it's... I mean, it makes me feel real, real, like, surface level with my pick for Gorma, but <laughs> but we both like it as kind of like a defining moment for the character. Yeah. Magnet that, Priest was also cool in general, though, like his, like what he did, like um, his attitude and stuff like that. It's like, mother and child, get out of here. Oh, you lovers? over the bridge you know like yeah he had some swag about him it's early series stuff yeah and like a good runner-up i mean it's another shoji monster but it's yeah. golden leg because yeah. i mean like he's just cool he is he is i think i like cool things uh, yeah <laughs> that's fine man oh you cool yeah you cool we cool friends yeah yeah man but i get you uh gorma triumphant uh, I want to say that they did an amazing job with him because, like, I didn't care about Zydos. Yeah. And then Zydos brought about the greatest villain in yeah. the series. Zydos, you're, like, when you get more of Zydos, you're like, oh, this dude, not so. Yeah. He, he's like, look at, he, he really, I don't know about this whole Gorma not feeling thing because this boy definitely feels something when he's hurting people. Yeah. He's the, definitely a, a sadist, you know. Uh, I like, yeah, they... They, they did a great job with each of them. Yeah, they did like an incredible job because Zydos, who who cares, right? Yeah. Throw him to the side. Yeah, all he wants to do is hurt people. You really don't. Yeah, you really don't have to. You, they could have played it safe or to, uh, lazy. I should say they should. They could have played it lazy, and just you know he's the muscle. Who cares? Yeah, but not at all. We get. He have his, he has his own schemes and ambitions. And when he finally falls, you're like, wow, this guy is like, you know, he he wanted a legacy. You know, he didn't want to be. He's like this whole time. You're we like, oh, that's just a muscle. And this he's, dude this whole time was fighting to be. I'm not just a muscle. He's I'm Zydos. Yeah. Yeah. I'm Zydos. Yeah. Cool. They didn't have to, but they did it. Awesome. Gara, it's a love hate relationship because yeah. like she's a real bitch. <laughs> yeah. Like, <laughs> she is. She, like she. She is just doing harm to do harm, mm -hmm. but she's doing it out of hatred for Kujaku, yeah, and and vanity and all kinds of terrible things 
but at the same time her love for her friend and like in the moment where she's begging for death in Kujaku she graces her with her eyesight back the scar being gone and saying I'm gonna die because that's gonna make you rest easy mm-hmm. it's I and think like all of that I think it's a really beautiful analog for um for depression yeah I think it's a very beautiful analog for depression when 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 sometimes all that is needed is someone to reach out, you know? Gara's whole story is really sad. What happened with her, you know? And and when the, her one friend seemingly left her, who who left to to uh to benefit her, to to uh learn these healing powers to heal her, you know, it, it seemed like she had nothing left. Yeah. yeah, and it's and it's real sad. I think it was. I think it's a beautiful bit of story. So even like you said, when she's a bitch and she is, like, isn't that a sign of good writing? Like a when when even when she's like that, you're like, come on, Gara, you can do better. You you want her to do better. So, um, isn't I was talking with Donny Cates yesterday, the writer of Venom and Cosmic mm-hmm. Ghost writer, all of that. And he said, it's my job to piss you off, to make you happy. Yeah. That's when I'm doing my job as a writer. If you're angry about what I'm doing, that's correct. And I was angry about Gara. I was angry that they were writing this terrible, yeah, just terrible person as a character, as their villain. Yeah. And that she's doing all these things for selfish reasons, which is what a person would do. Mm-hmm. Because you're only motivated by yourself. Mm-hmm. Right? Um. Abraham Lincoln gave this whole speech to somebody about how uh, nobody does stuff for altruist reasons, that they do it all for personal reasons. And then he gets out of the stagecoach that he's in because he sees a pig dying in a puddle of mud and he gets the pig out and he goes, well, you just did that for no reason. He goes, no, because me letting that pig die would have been on my mind all day. Stuff like that. And Gara did all this stuff selfishly because... All that was on her mind was that her friend abandoned her, and it pissed me off. It's like, you can get new friends. Yeah. You can forget about that person. That's what I mean. Like, that's what, uh, that's this, that's what lets you know, that's the clear indicator that it was good writing, is when you're so pissed at her, and you're like, you're being such a C-word, you know, and all the while you're like, you can do better, Gara. Come on. I want you to do better. Yeah. You know, it's like, you, you. You can do so. You die, tribe. You know you can do so much better. You shot him, and shot him. Man, he got me. He's a gourmet to the core. Yeah, he felt nothing. All he wanted was his ambition, and I hated him. I I hated him too. And to see him rise and what the power did to him and all that, I think they, man, he burned out bright. You know. Yeah. To get where he got and to die as a mud puppet, yeah, truly was. It, it's really the epitome of the Gorma, right? Yeah, to be the third eye, to be the all seeing, to yeah. to feel the need for strength, only to realize you were nothing all along. Yeah, that's crazy. To be absolute uh, yo power. You know, mm-hmm. and just like what they're saying, one doesn't exist without the other. When you're so far into one spectrum that now you don't exist. Yeah. You know, like, yeah. 
sometimes it doesn't need to be that complicated. Sometimes you need a villain like that. That's just this, he's bad guy. He wants bad things. He wants selfish things. And you want to see him get his comeuppance. And that's what happens. And it's, it's good. And I liked, like, he almost got his comeuppance at the cost of Rio. Yeah. Which, Rio's rage, that would have been his downfall. Because he, in those last three episodes, he showed an extreme amount of rage. Which a Red Ranger shouldn't have. Mm-hmm. But. Yeah. He got out. Yeah. To let his rage burn out and die happy. Yeah. I don't know if that got picked up in my belly. Do you have any uh, closing words for the series? Or do you think we said everything we need to say? I think we said everything we need to say. Oh, uh, I love Kaku. I did love Kaku. Seeing it fully. Watching the whole thing with Kaku. I really enjoyed it. He... Like, and now knowing that, like, this is a, a, uh, it's something that can't be stopped. This is something that's just going to happen. The choices he made, he felt, he felt with the information he had, the choices he made, he felt were the best to prevent any harm to these students that he's come to see as his children and to, uh, to, he basically, he did the action that he felt would, um, result in the least amount of casualties he's very pragmatic he's absolutely like the the quintessential pragmatic character the only thing i'll say is that he could have been a little more open with his team sure but ultimately i i think that was kind of like him maybe it's uh, like i read into things a lot might have been the gorma in him yeah i read in hey you got something there you know like i mean it whole life you're not supposed to be feeling and maybe that was his way of combating that where it's like i can't feel anything for these kids i gotta be cold with them if i get attached to them it's just gonna it's gonna ruin everything you know he maybe felt like that was gonna uh undo every every uh all the all that he's done to prevent this deprogramming yeah so Maybe, man. Like, I, I like Kaku. I thought he was very interesting. I enjoyed this mentor character. Yeah. I, yeah, I guess just want to talk about Kaku a bit. Oh, uh, uh, we don't need to say anything about Dai Reno. We've said it. We've said <laughs> we, it. We, we, we praised, we praised this big, big hunk of daddy metal. <laughs> like, oh, oh over and it. over. I'm glad I own that legacy, Thunderzord. Yeah. That'll be set up in Ranger Room V2. Yeah, man. Ooh. When when you brought that over to the shop that one day, we were like, I did it. And we were just playing it. We didn't know like we only knew we only knew the season two of Mighty Morphin uh Dyreno. I didn't want to spend that money, but yeah. I did it. I saw it and yeah. it called to me. Yeah, and then we were playing with like, oh, this is awesome. And now, like we see the uh so there's a Japanese legacy version of it. Yeah. But it's just a remake of the original Dyreno, mm-hmm. better paint job, all of that. Yeah. It does come with the heavenly treasure balls. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. Oh, I got to see that, man. Yeah. That's awesome. Yeah, Dyreno, well, he shot, he shot super high on the, I guess I'll keep the Super Sentai in uh, Power Rangers uh, separate, but Dyreno. Oh. I felt like Daisujin was a beast. I mean, like, he was a god in seven parts. Yeah. It's... And also, like, he had some 
awesome name. Like the Godhorn. Yeah. It's an incredible name. Uh, but uh, yeah, like Dyrano, that like he felt like the All Might of the series. Yeah. He, Don't worry. You know. He only faltered once against Daijin Ryu. Yeah, a the Galactus, you know, the yeah. the force of nature, unstoppable, the the uh, the thing that brings balance to everything. You yeah. know, it's like that's that's a pretty that's a pretty good record. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Yeah, and to not fall to him, that's crazy. You know, so yeah, Di, Di Reno, man. Whew, that's the all might of the series. That's the all might of Die Ranger right there. It's incredible. Yeah. And with that, we are going to end our series on Die Ranger. Yeah. Here's where I would thank Rainer. And I'm still going to because they did us a great service. Mm-hmm. And once every 20, 30 episodes, not playing their song is okay. Yeah. <clears throat> um, we are taking next week off. We have completed season two of Power Rangers this week. We've completed Die Ranger. We're just going to take a little week we, yeah, yeah. to get set up for Kaku Ranger, to get the names in our heads. Yeah. Uh, all of the good stuff. A lot. We got a lot to take in now. we starting fresh. Yeah. I've got to create new logos for the show. <laughs> all of that. So we're going to take the week off, and we will see you next Monday on your favorite podcatcher. Uh, we'll see you we will see you next Monday on your favorite podcatcher because we're on all of them. Make sure that you subscribe to the show, put it in your feed so that you don't miss a single episode. Every Monday we do a Power Rangers episode. Every Thursday we do a Super Sentai episode. Uh, Tell your friends because next time's a great week to hop on because we're starting something fresh. Yeah, word of mouth is a huge, huge thing. Please, if you have any friends that are interested in Power Rangers and interested in Super Sentai or, you know, interested in one, not the other, please let them know. Tell them to come through. Send them our way. Yeah, we'd love to have you. But for just listening. There's always room in the log cabin for more. (laughs) Yeah, just listening. You listening to this right now, thank you so much. I can't be any more sincere with that. It means the world to me. Yeah, we really appreciate you. And if you like the show a lot and you want to listen to the VR Troopers episodes, head over to patreon.com slash power playthrough where we're putting out new content almost every week on VR Troopers. And we'll be expanding that to more uh, Saban shows later. Because he made a thousand. We got a wide scope. We're, we're, we, I realized we can throw pizza cats in there at some point. We can. <laughs> yeah. We can. So things can get wild over there. Uh, I guarantee us. they get wild over there. That's a promise they get wild over there. Follow us on social media at Power Playthrough on Instagram, P Playthrough on Twitter and Facebook, where we are posting our musings, photos of things that we find great, like Jason. <laughs> just Jason yeah <laughs> uh, I, I don't know I don't know what to say I, I feel really good with Die Ranger ending I feel very sad yeah at the same time because I'll never get to experience Die Ranger for the first time ever again uh, there you go it's well said if you haven't watched the show and you've just been listening with us thank you but please go over to VRV please go over to Tubi TV 
go to Shout Factory TV and watch the show. And really, if you like it, the best thing you can do is go on Amazon and buy those DVDs. Show show that there's a uh, a there's love and a want for love this. and a want for Super Sentai for Power Rangers. And thank you so much to Shout Factory for being so kind as to get these subtitled and released for us stateside, so that we don't have to download these illegally. Mm-hmm. Uh, thank you, thank you for giving this uh, for making this experience so accessible to us. Yes, yes. This is like the most emotional mm-hmm. closing of an episode ever. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Uh, we did all of the Patreon stuff. Uh, again, thank you to Rainer for always having a theme song for us. Yeah. Uh, go to rainer.bandcamp.com to get our theme song and to get stuff from them. They deserve it. Uh, that's all we gonna, we're going to have for you. And uh, may the power protect you. At this point, <laughs> Lele Wolf. <laughs> almost came out of my mouth. <laughs> I went, what? <laughs> <laughs> talking about them late. <laughs> talking about the Lele Wolf. The Lele Wolf. They're there. They went down to the corner shop. They went to the bodega, pulled out their Lele Wolf, and said, Give me all your money. <laughs>